Well, welcome to the Stretch for Life podcast. My name is Bob Wolf. I am your host. Uh, also here with uh, Laura Myers as well as Lori Walter. And welcome to this podcast and in this episode. If you are a subscriber, welcome back. And we're excited to have you. If you're not a subscriber, please feel free to subscribe to us. Uh, if you're not ready, you want to listen to our content a little bit more, feel free to listen to our content and then go ahead and subscribe. And also as a reminder, don't keep us a secret. Feel free free to share our podcast and our our content with friends, family, and colleagues, other people who are looking for the opportunity for what this podcast is trying to accomplish. I wanted to kind of clarify for our listeners what a normal um, appointment looks like for you, because when we hear massage, I think a lot of people have in their mind exactly what I have in my mind, right? Which is strip down, get under, a, you know, some kind of sheet in a dark room with candles that smell very, very much and have some stranger put their hands all over you. And some people love that, but there are a lot of people who um, I think when they hear that, they're, that is not what they're looking for when they're looking for whole body, holistic healing. So um, your experience in your clinic is totally different. So can you talk with us about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, so I started out in the, in the traditional way. I, I of course learned Swedish massage as all massage therapists do. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some of the components of that, that I still use to this day. Um, one of them is the whole range of motion. So I make sure that I stretch each joint and each, you know, part and piece of, you know, that joint connections. So we do the range of motion, um, that, you know, range of motion, stretching, stretch receptors are definitely part of the app and the stretching um, because that is how we heal. That is the osmotic side of the pressure system. That's our elimination of lymphatic waste. Um, Some of the other things that I have pulled from um, Swedish massage are definitely uh, the pressure of it makes a difference on how the nerve endings actually heal and that they feel. Um, I did a lot of time uh, with infant massage, especially preemie massage. And if you touch a preemie in the wrong way, you actually cause them to have more damage to their nerve endings because their nerve endings are so surface. So my particular pressure, you know, is probably a little more intense than most people's, but it's also part of the healing process for the body. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the other things that um, just finally I had to like, you know, break away from was the fact that I was going to move this person around quite a bit on the table. And so I needed them to be clothed. And I didn't need oils because I didn't need to slip and slide off of them. I needed to have my hands be on them. And then I needed to be able to move and reposition, you know, so the whole concept of Swedish massage kind of faded to the background as I got more and more into the passive palpation part of massage And I mean, really and truly, um, some other forms of massage like shiatsu that's come out of the Japanese culture, um, some of the acupuncture, which I mean, everybody credits China with when it's actually in reality, it came from more of the Egyptian culture. 
a lot of the things that we do in the world of massage and acupuncture have come out of the Egyptian world. Um, so, you know, um, that part of it, the acupressure points, um, not trigger points. Trigger points is a, is a really bad form and it's kind of a bastardized version of that. Sorry about my language. Um, <laughs> but it's not good. And don't let anybody ever trigger point massage you because it's just more damaging than it is um, causing and creating healing. Mm -hmm. So you want that, you know, that pull of the joint, you want to feel that joint, you know, being maneuvered and manipulated in that stretching kind of way. And, um, you know, um, so what a typical appointment looks like for me is um, we set up a time. It's usually an hour and a half. I do what's called a Zyto scan. That's Z-Y-T-O scan. And it is this kind of souped up lie detector kind of thing. You put your hand on a little hand cradle and it reads your galvanic skin, just like a lie detector um, test does. <clears throat> and it gives us very specialized information about you. So it's hormones, it's blood flow, it's lymphatics, it's toxins. It's like what's going on with you as far as oxygenation and carbon dioxide levels. And um, so some of the stuff that now like fancy smartwatches can do, this Zytoscan also does. Um it just gives us a real good baseline for what you are going through. And then I take that information on to its next little portion of the cytoscan, meridians. And so that shows how the energy, for lack of a better way to talk about it, it is the nervous system. So maybe I'll call it the nervous system. The, the nervous system is interacting with your muscles. So in case you don't already know this, um, the muscles rule the world. <laughs> they um, basically hold you up in gravity. They let you walk around. They let you sit. They let you sleep. They let you think. And so a lot of our cellular memories are all stored in our muscles. And so your muscles basically are the part of you that says, Yes, this person can heal or no, this person will become more and more immobile and more and more ill as time goes on. And so I use that part of the scan as a way to set up your stretch program. And so when I read it and I show it to you, we'll go through which sets of muscles we'll start with and what stretches and sometimes um, what dietary things and what oils. And um, we'll talk about what your background of health has been and kind of sometimes even your attitude because it will, just like a lie detector, it'll read your emotions and it'll say, okay, this person's got some real anger kind of issues or they got some bitterness or they got some, you know, past things that they're still hanging on to. So we've got to clear some of that up so that this person will have a shot at healing. And then, um, and then we'll go into the therapy room and, you know, you'll be fully clothed. You'll be on the table face up. You kind of sit almost like in a recliner 
So you're not laying flat on your back. You're actually kind of sitting up and you've got uh, the table raised up underneath your knees. So you're in what's called the rescue position. So blood is flowing more easily in and out of your heart. Um, <clears throat> that kind of does some of the work for me as far as like flushing out some of your organs. Uh, then we go from there into my adjusting some of those areas of the muscles. I always start with the organs. So I palpate all of your organs and palpate is just a fancy word for touching them, seeing how much blood comes and goes when certain amounts of rhythmic pressure is placed on them. And so as you bounce on them just a little bit, then the blood either comes fast and quick, which is what it's supposed to do, or it comes in and kind of like little tiny dribbles and not really very strong. And also I can feel the framework of muscles that are around each organ. And then you have to remember that there's this other substance called fascia, which is like a ribbon that runs through there. And it is the suspension of the muscle. So it's the part that holds each of the organs in place. And then from there, we go into some of the things that cause that person to have pain whether that's from a particular organ or it's sometimes it's a particular joint or sometimes it's just a, a like a miss sort of I have pain here I have pain there but I don't really have pain in any one place so we talk about that so the whole time you and I you know you the client and I are having a conversation how does this feel what does this mean to you? You know, have you had any issues? Has there been an injury? Has there been an illness? You know, and sometimes people tell me things about like a death in the family or more of something that's outside of them, but they're having problems with it. And so that also is a big part of listening to the client mm -hmm. because your body makes the same chemicals, whether you fell down a flight of stairs or you had a death in your family. It doesn't understand that you have two separate sides. It will react in that chemical way of putting you in fight or flight, either side of that coin. And so then that's the first visit. And of course you get tons of homework to go home and do. We still haven't gotten Bob fully on with the homework, <laughs> but we're working on it. <laughs> And so, you know, I mean, it's just that part of it is that ongoing, I call it a transaction. You know, you help me, I'll help you. Mm -hmm. And we're going to work this out together. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not alone, but yet at the same time, I can't do it without you. Well, and I feel like as a client um, and Bob, I'm sure you feel the same way that I think this style of wellness is more uh, presented to you more as a journey. It's not presented as a take this pill and you're going to feel better. It's presented as a partnership and, um, you know, one that has tools that you can utilize and guidance that you can utilize, but it is much more empowering because you have to have an active part in it. There may be a, a part that's passive in the sense that you're on the table and Lori is is palpating your organs. And before I knew her, I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> um, and the first time that she moved my son's stomach back into place and it had been out of place probably since he was three years old, it totally blew my mind. 
because no traditional medicine, you know, someone who's a, a modern, um, you know, anyone who is a modern doctor is not going to walk in and say, let me move your stomach for you. But Lori definitely does that. There, There's much more of that concept of journey that you do leave knowing these are some things I have to work on to help continue with that healing, that you're not, it's not a one and done concept. And I will say that I think that is completely opposite of what most people view health interactions as, mm-hmm. right? Like if you think of your primary care visits with your children, right? It's a one and done. You walk in, you get them weighed, you do all the things they require there and that's it for the year and off you go and you're supposed to have a healthy child, Mm. right? Like, I feel like this is such a um, unique way of looking at that whole body as a journey. It's spiritual, it's physical, it's emotional, um, but you do need to take that in hand and work on it as you're able between those visits. Well, thank you for listening to Stretch for Life podcast. Uh, Hopefully this content and this information was as beneficial to you as it was to us, uh, improving your mind, body, and spirit, and trying to strive to become the best version of yourself. If you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and feel free to subscribe now. And also don't forget to share us with your families friends and colleagues. And uh, if there's any information that was on this, uh, any products or services that uh, was interest to you, go to our website and go ahead and purchase those uh, that information. There will also be a link within our podcast. Thank you so much for attending and looking forward to joining us in our next episode.